Welcome to the 15th Club with your hosts, Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers. Ed and Scotty will bring you up to date on all the big news in the world of golf every Saturday on News Radio KLBJ. It is time to tee it high and let it fly. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers, and welcome to the 15th Club on KLBJ Radio, broadcasting live from our home away from home, the Deep Eddy Cabaret on Lake Austin Boulevard. Come down and see us. Uh, we got a packed house, a lot of swimmers from the pool, a lot of people here for the show because we've got a star-studded lineup. Come and see us. Our show proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance, ABC Bank, Salt Lake Barbecue, the Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance Hotel, Maudie's Tex-Mex, the Muni Conservancy, Adele Golf, Donald Ross Sportswear, and by Zilker Belts. Scotty, how are you? Good afternoon. We are a week from uh, the British Open, won by Brian Harmon last week. Nobody picked Brian Harmon to win last Sunday. I don't think anybody did. Nobody I, did. I did. Oh, you did? Well, I picked him after Saturday. Oh, you picked he him after, the, he, yes. But you and Ben, if you will. Oh, I know. I, I, Cam I, Young. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I picked Cam Young. Yeah. Well, that's it's great for Brian Harmon, a journeyman pro. He wins his first major. Uh, and now they're playing at the 3M Championship in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The seniors are playing at the Senior British Open and the Avion on the LPGA Tour Major. Uh, we got a star-studded lineup today. Our guy uh, that has become a regular, his name is Mark Brooks, a former PGA champion, former Longhorn All-American, and we are so happy to have Bentley Cotton, uh, one of the most, the most consistent amateur golfer women's side in town. Bentley is qualified for the U.S. Women's Amateur at Bel Air beginning August 7th. She'll be going to Los Angeles next week, so um, happy she's here. One of the great leaders of the Texas women's golf team who got to the Final Four at the National Tournament. We had a big day ahead of us. We do, and, and we had a busy week. Uh, we went out to Muni with uh, Tyler Feldman. On, That's right. On KVU. KVU, yeah. Did a little uh, history lesson leading into National Golf Month in August. And also, I just want to make a quick announcement. Uh, go to SaveMuni.com if you want to play in the Forever Green Tournament this year, September 15th. It is filling up fast. September 15th. That is a week. That's a Friday, right? That's a Friday. Of the Wyoming game. So that's great. September 15th. Right. So if you're listening from Kerrville or Dallas or Houston or San Antonio, September 15th at Munich, because there will be a lot of Longhorn fans in that weekend. That's the one we played in last year with our friend Mark Brooks here. And... We thought we had a ringer oh my team Lord. and Ben Crenshaw, right? Let me tell you what. That was the lock group of all times. So I've never been so disappointed in two former pros, Ben Crenshaw and Mark Brooks. They played like dogs that day, and we should have won that thing, Scotty. We finished top ten, I think. We finished top ten. Any comments there? <laughs> uh, you didn't play like a dog. I you're, played like you're a dog. You're lucky you're, it's a long way across the table. <laughs> no. The voice you hear is Mark Brooks, one of our guests. Marco, how are you, Pops? I'm fine. You look like the only one wearing the dog collar around here. So uh, no. We'll uh, go back. No. We want to go back, back, back to that day. We don't want to go back to that we day. We actually thought we had done better we, than we did. We thought we had won. I think we got pencil whipped. We did get pencil whipped. <laughs> uh, Bentley Cotton is with us. Hi, Bentley. How are you? Doing good. Thank you for having me. It is so good to see see you before we get started with Bentley and Mark let's get everybody up to date on the PGA Tour where the man they call Lee Hodges has a five-stroke lead at our friend Hollis Cavender's 3M championship up in Minneapolis Hodges is at minus 20 JT Poston a really good guy 
JT Poston, remember, came close to defeating Scotty Scheffler at the Dell match play. He's at minus 15. Tony Finau, the defending champ, is at minus 14. Aaron Batterly, the greatest hair on the PGA Tour, is at minus 13. Sam Ryder at minus 12. Also, Keith Mitchell, Billy Horschel, Kevin Streelman at minus 12. At the Senior British Open, where the weather's terrible in Wales, Alex Cheka is at even par. Patty Harrington and Vijay Singh lead a group at plus one, along with Stephen Aukor. Jerry Kelly's plus two. Here are the Austin guys. Tim Trovic is at plus eight. Harrison Frazier, former Longhorn, is at plus eight. Our friend Rich Beam is at plus 12. Nota Begay also made the cut. Our friend Omar Uresti and Wes Short, unfortunately, did not make the cut, Scotty. You know, Ed, it's funny. A couple of guys from Austin Golf Club, I was having lunch yesterday, I played in the heat. And they just went over and tried to qualify for the senior British. Wow. I think you have to have a certain index, but there's no there's no levels of qualifying. Mark, you can confirm this. I think if, if you can get into the qualifying with a certain index, it's just one round. Yeah, one stage. One stage. One round. Yeah. Have, did you play in the senior British uh, Open at time? I, I played a few of them. Yes. Yeah. I, I played where they're playing this week. Oh, it, out in Wales. Did yes, it was... Miserable weather. It looked like the rain was sideways and windy today. And you know the equipment I wore, I used that Friday. That was about three years ago. Still wet. <laughs> still, the rain suit is still wet. Okay, they haven't had a lot of rain, but they've had vicious winds. I've got a good friend, Clark Dennis, from Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. He's playing, and one of our good mutual friends is actually caddying for him. So I'm getting fairly regular updates and he sent me a video this morning of the range and the flags were stiff and really? whipping wow. so it was blowing about 25 or 30 this morning now bentley the lpga tours in france for the avion and help me out who's winning that tournament um boutier boutier i believe boutier. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's trying to bring i don't it speak home. french so i don't know how to pronounce it un poco yeah it's boutier <laughs> she is the leader and I think Nellie Corda is the, the top American in that tournament. So that's the fourth of the fifth major for the LPGA Tour. And for the champions, this is their final major. And for the PGA Tour, there's only one more week to qualify for the playoffs. And we'll talk about that later. There's a certain guy named Justin Thomas who's in big, big trouble. He didn't make the cut this week. He's got to hump it next week to get into the playoffs. And he's probably not going to make Ryder Cup, right? Oh, uh, man. I mean, I'm not picking him if I'm the captain. Mark, not the are captain. you picking Mark? him? Are you picking Justin Thomas? Uh, we'll have to check with the task force. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's check with the task force. Who's on that task force? I don't know. But Davis you know, and Freddie. And I think he's a member of the fraternity, so he's got a shot. Well, that's that's a see now that's a debate because a lot of people don't like that clickish. You get on the team because you're part of the part. I of think the a lot of people don't like that. Yeah, and it's so it's so transparent. <laughs> the the group that's uh, that's been there. It's like they invite a new person in about every two or three years, and they usually, if they're not a player, they're going to be a captain because they're going to start as an assistant captain for about three or four cycles. Yeah. And then they may or may not get a shot at the captaincy. Yeah, there's one important thing this week, I guess. 3M, you know, it's always a letdown after a major tournament. And the majors are over for the year, except Ryder Cup. 
but Tony Finau is 19 on the points list, and he's having a good tournament he this is. week. Yeah. So he really needs a win, I think, to make the team, or at least a couple of top threes. Well, it's, if we're going to stick on the Ryder Cup subject, the six picks, six. Yes. Half the team is picked is ridiculous. Well, you know, we talk about all the meritocracy and in the sport. No, 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 no. I mean, either you, I don't mind two picks because you can have a guy that you know played his way on maybe 18 to 20 months ago who's in a severe slump. Maybe he drops to 11th or 12th and doesn't get picked. That's happened many times. But even back, you know, we go back 25, 30 years. There were still too many buddy picks that were made. You know, one guy would pick a, you know, pick a guy, and then a few, few a cycle or two later, he'd become the captain. He'd pick his buddy. So I'm, I don't, I don't believe in it. I think it's ridiculous. And uh, the six picks is out of control. And I think it came from COVID. You know, a little, little of that. So a little, a little of that. I mean, the Euros had gone to three picks. We had gone to four, I think, last time. Yeah. I agree. I mean, when Ben was captain, that was two picks. That's and a good you number. you talk about tough. That was. I like three. I think three is a pretty good number. What's the difference in two or three? I'm going to pick here. Let not. me I'll tell you what. <laughs> you asked you ask Ben how hard it was to, to not pick Freddie Couples or Steve Stricker or Bob, I would, Estes. Or Bob I, Estes. I still, I still claim it makes it easier because you have ten guys that earned their spot. Yeah. So. Earn your spot, and then you know. Again, the two picks, I, I could, I could live with that. Other than that, I think six is absolutely ridiculous. I, ironically, Justin did not make the cut, but he was practicing today on the, at the golf course. I heard on the Golf Channel because Monday he's playing in Zach Johnson's charity foundation. So I'm sure he's seeing, make is going to be present there to tell, hey, Captain, I'm supporting you. And I would also argue that six picks makes it way easier to make the buddy picks. I think so, Way too. more room to pick the buddies. And then you go, well, who gets left off? The guy that's actually probably playing pretty good is going to get left off. That's my, that's my prediction if they're not careful. So yeah. Brian Harmon, is he? Is, is, is lock. He's, he's number lock. three. He's yeah, number he's, three now. Yeah, he's a lock he's, now, he's, which he should be. Who are the, some of the guys late, Scotty? All there? right, the top six for the Americans, five points now. Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, they're one, two, and three. Brooks Kepka is four, won't earn any more points. He'll slip out of that top six probably. Xander Southlay and Patrick Cantley, those are the top six. The next six, Max Homa, Cam Young, Jordan Spieth, Keegan Bradley, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler. Justin Thomas is 14. Mark, I'd just take the next seven through ten on the list if it were today. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Now, if you said on that list, because I've covered him quite a bit, and no offense, Max Homa's playing the weakest of that group, to be honest with you. Yeah. He has not played great golf the last six to eight months. Uh, his performance in the majors, I know he's backdoor top ten at the British Open. However, prior to that, very, very poor performances in the majors, and I think they should play a large role. They do. They actually, on the points list, they get more points for performance in majors, and his performance in majors is weak. I mean, if you're going to skip a guy, that might be the guy you jump over. Yeah, and uh, the Euros do benefit by having six picks because they've lost they've lost some pretty good players to live, and so it's going to help them. And let's face it, a lot of the a lot of the Euros play over here in this country, and they've got kind of a funky point system. Their top eight is strong. I've looked at their top eight is Absolutely. very. They match up beautifully. Maybe could even argue stronger on paper than our top eight at the moment. Yeah, it's that bottom, you know, four or five players where it's, you know, we usually have the edge. What about Dustin Johnson? 
Will Dustin Johnson get a captain's pick on the buddy system? No, he will not. He will not? No. I think Brooks Kepka's got a pretty good shot. Even if he slipped to seventh, I think he's got a great shot. I mean, he won a major. Went and finished. He's got a one and a two in the majors this year. Uh, they're the ones that count. So, yeah, I think he gets a pick. we got to take a break. More on the 15th Club live from the Deep Eddie Cabaret. Ed and Scotty with Mark Brooks and our great friend Bentley Cotton, the Longhorn superstar, who will be playing in the U.S. Amateur beginning on August 7th at Bel Air Country Club. Pretty sweet. By the way, Tommy Morrison had a great run at the U.S. Junior Amateur, was the medalist, got a medal, lost in the quarterfinals. Good for Tommy. Tough match today, too. Yeah, he lost by one, and uh, it was an upset. Yeah, it was an upset. We'll be back with more from the Cabaret right after this on the 15th Club on KLBJ. If I may, I'd love to sing a couple of hit songs for you. May I? Thank you. I want to be around to pick up the pieces when somebody breaks your heart some somebody twice as smart welcome back to the 15th club on KLBJ. that was the great tony bennett who i saw once scotty saw numerous times here in austin in las vegas what a great talent passed away a couple weeks ago i was kind of a tony bennett groupie for yeah. 40 or 50 years and uh, he was at acl live about three times in long center Austin was one of his regular stops, and uh, man, I, you know, he and Sinatra, nobody liked those two. So yeah, we'll nobody. do a little Tony Bennett tribute this week. Yeah. Ben Clements asked where the Tony Bennett bumpers were last week, and it was too late to get them in. Too late to put them in. Uh-huh. Our, our show proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and about ABC Bank. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers, Mark Brooks with us, the former PGA champion and multi-year Texas Longhorn All-American, Bentley Cotton, current UT golfer who's qualified for the U.S. Amateur that begins August 7th at Bel Air with us as well. Bentley, first of all, congratulations on a great year. You and Ryan Murphy and your teammates got to the national tournament, got to the Final Four. Congratulations. But, man, you've had a busy summer. Tell everybody about your summer. I know you've been at the Western Amateur, the North-South, all, all the tournaments. Tell everybody what you've been doing this summer. First of all, yes, we had a great uh, spring semester and fall semester, uh, but this summer has been um, incredibly busy. Started off at the Southwestern Amateur, uh, got T6 there. Came home for a little bit, and then we uh, we went to Pinehurst, the north-south, and uh, made the cut on the number. Actually went to a playoff. Wonderful. Um, made par on the playoff, so I got in. Um, won my first match, which was not easy. Uh, we put, I played pretty good. And then round of 16, I um, got beat by a girl from Australia, which is unfor- unfortunate, but it happens. Um, came home, qualified for the women's amateur at Shady Valley in Arlington. Um, I actually went to a playoff for that, too, made birdie, and then flew straight to Chicago for round one of the Western, where I fired a little 66 in round one. Fantastic. What course was that at the Western end? Um, it was at uh, White Eagle. White Eagle. Fantastic. Yes, and, sir. And that Western Amateur, Scott, you know, Ben played in the West. Did you play with the Mark, did you play in the Western Amateur? Several times. Yes, Several times. How'd you do in that thing? I had a couple good good couple weeks. Good runs, yeah. 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 We used to have a sweet 16 thing. Very, very prestigious. And how about your caddy? You got a good caddy these days? I got my brother on the back. He's doing pretty good, I'd say. Uh, he had a good firecracker. 
and uh, he says he's playing as good a golf as he's played. He sure ever. is. Uh, right out when he got out of college, he started playing some really good golf. So, so. what's that dynamic like? Is it does it ever get tense? Oh, very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we play on vacation as a family, he is. We're all super competitive. So whatever we're playing, it's it's intense. You're going to Bel Air. Yes, and sir. Scotty and Mark. Have, I've never played Bel Air, but Scotty and Mark have played that a lot. Scotty played the member guests with a great Mac Davis. Uh, Mark played a lot during his professional career. Have you ever played Bel Air and your never thoughts had. about going out there? Super excited. Never played it. Um, heard great things about it. Um, you know, Hollywood. Hollywood. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun. What tips would you give her, Mark, uh, about playing Bel Air? I know it's changed. They had a little redesign. They cut a bunch of trees down. Yeah, they've worked on it. it a lot of the holes are in, call it valleys. So you, you're going to get. I've told her, you're going to end up with a lot of semi-side hill lies. It's very well bunkered, which is, you know, reminiscent of the Riviera or L.A. Country Club. This is also in the same vein, Bel Air. A little different feel, but it's going to be very well bunkered. So, you're going to, you know, you need a great short game, and you need to, uh, we, what we've been working on is trying to hit the ball a little higher, uh, which will create bigger targets for her. That's really the main thing. Now, you said we've been working on, you're working with Bentley now? No, we, we hang out. Okay. <laughs> a UT Golf Club. Yeah. Mark's great. Austin we've we've done some work together, and he's a great addition to my team. Let me tell you what. Mark Brooks not only is a great player, a great person, he's a wonderful instructor. He sure is. He's improved my game maybe by a half stroke. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he really is. That's great to have that. He's a major winner. He's a major winner right. to have the that. The difference between you, Ed, and the, the Bentleys of the world they actually will go apply <laughs> some of the suggestions. They don't think, you know, that a vodka sonic is going to fix all their, their ills. Hey, okay. I'll drink to that. You'll drink to that. Yeah. You know, Bel Air, it's interesting because it's, it's a George Thomas like Riviera and like L.A. North. But th th he didn't have the palate to work on that. I mean, it's not, it's not that long. I think probably Bel Air's 65, 6,700 yards. I don't know if it'll play any longer than that. What have you heard? I don't know. I haven't even looked at how far we'll be playing. That's probably around 65, 64. Play, yeah, they'll play 64, 6,500. I've got a, I've got a book I'll give you before you leave. I mean, don't get caught up in the Hollywood thoughts, but you can go around and, and I'm glad your brother's going to caddy for you because if you had a local caddy there, they tell you, oh, there's Paris Hilton's old house, there's Alfred Hitchcock's old house, and you start thinking about that instead of golf. Right. There's a lot of history there. And, uh, but it's a, it's a good golf course, and the holes have a lot of character. Now, you're going to be joined by several of your teammates at the University of Texas. Talk about the other young ladies who have qualified for the U.S. Amateur. Yes, so we'll have Selena uh, from Taiwan. Uh, she's an incoming freshman. We also have another incoming freshman, Lauren Kim from Canada. She uh, just played in the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. We also have um, two incoming or two sophomores, uh, Angela and Emily Odwin, and then me. So there'll be five of five of us there. That is absolutely awesome. Yes, sir. That is, I guess Murph's going. Ryan Murphy, head he coach, is. he'll be out there. That's great. He'll be on the bag for Angela, actually. So it'll be good. Well, Wonderful. I, I will say this: the best news, unlike some of our games now. I don't play golf anymore, but. Bentley has a game that travels. I mean, we just talked about it. You know, it, it's one thing to play good at your home club, and, you know, even though she now has the course record out at Driftwood, but her wow. game her game travels, okay? She, she's she got a game that, that can play anywhere, and that's, you know, a, 
all credit to her for improving, you know, her game over the last four or five years. I mean, she was a good player, good, great junior, but she's just gotten better and better and better and more, more mature. And I think that's the key. Uh, just, you know, she's growing up. She's turned into a, a hell of a, go- hell of a player. And competitive as heck. I well, mean, that, yeah. And that's very important. Can't I, teach that. You can't teach that. I think she has good genes with that. <laughs> I think she's got a famous father who is really, really competitive. we got to take a break. After this break, we're going to talk more with Bentley Cotton, uh, University of Texas women's golfer who's qualified for the U.S. Amateur beginning August 7th at Bel Air Country Club. More with Mark Brooks. More talk about the Ryder Cup. We're going to talk about Brian Harmon's win. And uh, we may talk a little golf architecture with Scotty and much, much more. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers. This is the 15th Club on KLBJ Radio. Proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and by ABC Bank. Don't go away. After 6 o'clock, Ben will join us for the End Zone Club. It's all on KLBJ. Yes, the good life. We're back on the 15th Club at the Golfers Roundtable. Boy, I hate to interrupt Tony Bennett. Yeah, but we got to. We got to. This is the Golfers Roundtable on the 15th Club. KLBJ Sports Saturday, and we have... Mark Brooks, Ed Clements, I'm Scotty Sayers, and Bentley Cotton. The 15th Club is brought to you by a host of great sponsors, Texas Mutual Insurance, ABC Bank, Salt Lake Barbecue, the Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance, Marty's Tex-Mex, the Muti Conservancy, Edel Golf, Donald Ross Sportswear and Zilker Belts. And, and Bentley, I think we can give you a Zilker Belt, can't we? Scotty, can this you, is L I V. We can give her $2,000 each. It's L I V. The sky's the limit, baby. Okay. It's a wild, wild west. <laughs> we'll let you pick one out at the Zilker <laughs> site and let me know. Yeah, uh, have you seen, look at that Zilker Belt? I they're mean, awesome. They're really good looking. They're good looking. Yeah, yeah, they got a good orange one here. Too, they got so. a really good orange one. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe the UT golf team, maybe Ryan Murphy could add. Uh, Zilker belts to the outfit. Well, I think they're maybe Nike, right? I think we have to wear Nike. You have to wear Nike. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Let's talk. Let's talk UT women's golf because the year ended in a in a bit of a disappointing fashion. A lot, lot disappointing. Uh, you lost to the Aggies. Yeah, that's thing. yeah. That, yeah, that was, was disappointing. Is right. That's always disappointing. But the prospects for this next year are really good, right? Correct. Um, Two of our incoming freshmen actually just played in the U.S. Open. Uh, you got Farrow O'Keefe, who uh, is an Austin native, went to Anderson High School, and Lauren Kim, who um, will be playing the USAM coming up, uh, is from Canada. But we, we got some really good girls coming coming in, and um, our young girls got a lot of good experience. So I believe we'll be even better this year. So you've got, what, seven or eight really strong players. Yes, sir. That's always good for competition. It's also, I mean, is there is there ever any dissension about not getting to play? Or I mean, you know, that's tough. Sometimes the men, you know, they got the, the coach has got to sit somebody out. That's hard. For that's sure. Hard on the coaches. Qualifying is tough, especially yeah. when you got. I believe we'll have nine girls this year, uh, and all of us can play. So when you got nine girls competing for five spots, it's it's competitive out there. What's the best part of your game? Driving and irons, I think. How far do you hit your driver? About 275. Okay. Is that is that 
average above average for women play. That's 275. That seems like a long way. I yeah. hit it a lot farther than most of the girls out there. Really? Yes. There's a few that can that can hit it past me, but those few are a little bit taller than me. So, you know, from my height, I've got an advantage. What do you, what do you credit that to? Um, turn? Your turn? Just... I guess turn. I have a squat in my swing uh, where I get a lot of my power from, um, but mostly that I would say. I mean, Mark's seen me. What do you think, Mark? Well, I think it's a combination of technique, athletic ability, and want to. Want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when you put put those together, she she's create, learned to create a lot of clubhead speed. Now, in a, if you had a drive, if we had a driving contest right here on Lake Austin Boulevard between you and the former PGA champion heading toward Muni, I think my money may be on you. I, I, With all due respect Mark, to my friend. Mark, I think friend. I can outdrive you. We haven't played in a while, but uh, <laughs> I, I could I could reach on back. I have to reach on back. <laughs> Get it, get it out there. Well, the last time I played with Mark at the Forever Green, you hit some big old drives. I've you never can, hit a big driver yes, in my you life. Have. Um, you can get it out there. I might catch her on the average. <laughs> catch her with the average. Now, we haven't we haven't actually played a lot of competitive golf. I, again, I don't play a whole lot. So when we go out, usually I don't even play. I, I might do a lot of short game work, you know, while, while we're out on the golf course. But I don't, I don't, I don't try to compete with her. I, I can't. Okay, Bentley, I'm going to ask you this. It's a hard question. I know you're so competitive and don't like to lose, and I think that's one of your strong points. So in golf, you lose, you, you lose a lot. Right. There's only one winner. And so how do you – but if you come close and walk away or you have something like the NCAAs this year for the UT team, how do you shake that off? How do you get it behind you, and how fast are you to put something like that behind you? I take my losses as lessons, um, go build on what went wrong or what was when, what was my weakness that week. Um, every week I'm competing, I'm trying to get better. Uh, all the, the week, all the prep that I put into it, going to see what I can do with it and see where it goes. But you know, no, if I don't win, it's not that I failed. It's a, let's go figure out what went wrong and let's go turn that failure kind of into a lesson. That's, that's, a, that's one of the best answers I've ever heard. I know, Mark, you're partly responsible for that. I know. No, no, no. I, know. I don't take credit for any of that. I, and honestly, where they become, she's one of, you know, top 10%, whatever, ball strikers. The difference starts becoming, you know, it's not just a matter of confidence because good scores create confidence. Okay, let's just face it. You're hitting a lot of good shots, repeated good shots. That's how you build confidence. The difference a lot of is, you know, how do they play when they're not swinging their best? You know, how do you perform on an off day? And that's what we're, you know, that's where the ultimate goal is. If you, she's going to play professional golf. And you got to put a score on the board virtually every day. Whether you feel good about it or bad about you know, whatever. You still have to figure out how to put a score on the board, and that starts becoming short game and putting. Putting's 40%. You know, putting's a problem. You better fix it, or it's going to be a long road. You, you, you talked about your team earlier. How important are your mom and dad, who I've known for 25 years? Because I don't know of any mom and dad who support a kid more than they support you. How important is have that from your mom and dad? It's huge. Um, they travel every to every event with me, um, even in college. They missed one event, and that was Eastlake Cup my freshman year, and there were no spectators allowed. They have not missed a single event, um, college or amateur. And they support me day in and day out, whatever I need, um, whether it's motivation or 
what what went wrong this week let's figure it out um, but having them by my side is huge you did a really neat deal at the western amateur your father and mother are good friends with steve mcmichael a friend of all of ours the former longhorn great former chicago bear who is battling als a terribly debilitating disease but you took time with your mom and dad to go see steve who this week was named one of the 12 finalists for the pro football hall of fame how important was that for you and the family to go see steve it was uh very important we don't um we don't know when it'll be the last time talking to him or seeing him so you know getting to spend some time with them um it wasn't very long 30 minutes or so it was very important and it, he's a fighter so I was playing in the Western when we saw him, so when I saw him, it, it gave me a little bit more extra, a little bit extra motivation to go fight uh, that week. And I got a little tired in my round, but I thought, Steve, look at what Steve's doing. Let's yeah. let's fight for him. Well, I know your dad and David Bales have been up a lot to see Steve. I had one of my most favorite days. Scotty knows this story. When we played at a UT golf event, it was John Paul Hebert's third week in college. Yeah, and it was John Paul, Justin Leonard. Cooper, those guys, and we got paired with Steve and his dog, that his little poodle that <laughs> barked all the way around. And we had an, one of my favorite days of golf was with Steve and John Paul and Ray, the late Ray LeMay from the steakhouse who went about 400 pounds and uh, James Chapman, who was a beer guy. Just had a heck of a good time. But Steve is a really cool guy. Uh, ben Crenshaw and I saw him at the airport a few years ago. Going, we we're going up to Wisconsin. And that disease just snaps and it gets you. But I hope that the NFL leadership will make him a part of the Hall of Fame. Really do. Yeah. He deserves it. He does, for he sure. deserves it. He's in so many Hall of Fames, and that's the only one missing. So we're yeah. we're keeping our fingers crossed. Yeah. He's in the big Longhorn Hall of Honor guy. Longhorn Hall of Honor. Okay, we need to take a break. After this break, uh, let's talk a little Brian Harmon uh, that came out of, well, I'll just say it. He came out of nowhere. He came out of nowhere to nah. win the British. Yes, nah, he, no, well, he of did. course he yeah. did. He's been playing great. He's a, what, he, what, he, what? What do you mean? He came out of nowhere. Okay. Okay, we'll talk about we'll talk that. Talk about Yeah, it. and speaking about 40% of the game being putting. Uh, oh, man. That helped, didn't Proving it? Proving you, you, <laughs> you too can putt with a hubcap. We'll talk about that and much, much more. We return to the 15th Club on KLBJ Radio, live from the Deep Eddie Cabaret. Remember, 6 o'clock at the End Zone Club. Ben will join me. Our friend Steve Brunson will be with us as well uh, to talk uh, Longhorn football. Kelly Marchbanks uh, from the University of Houston will talk about U of H into the Big 12 and much, much more. That's the End Zone Club and more on the 15th Club right after this timeout. Welcome back to the 15th Club on KLBJ Radio. Ed and Scotty on this Saturday afternoon part of Sports Saturday on KLBJ. Our show proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and by ABC Bank. Mark Brooks with us, the former Longhorn All-American PGA champion, and Bentley Cotton, the UT golfer who will be playing in the U.S. Amateur at beautiful Bel Air Country Club August 7th through the 13th. Uh, Bentley, you'll be trying to qualify metal how many days of metal play is there before the match play two days two days 36 holes um and then top 64 advance wonderful go low the first two days yes sir thank go you low. you've come close to try to qualify for the amateur before haven't you this is my fourth amateur actually um fourth? i've yeah Ed. i missed Damn. two of <laughs> two of them i missed uh but old waverly um i, I think it was 2019 
made the cut, um, won my first match, and then lost to uh, Mega Gane, who plays for Stanford. Good player. Good player. Now, uh, a lot of your Austin uh, UT teammates are there. Has Scotty given you the list of restaurants to go to in he LA? He has not. I'm waiting oh. for it. Well, I think Mom and Dad can go wherever they want. you got to you got to stay in training. But Musso and Frank, Dantana, I mean, there's so many good places to eat in L.A. Yeah. That's such a wonderful uh, Bel Air setting. is just fantastic. It's fantastic. And it you really can, is. Uh, hopefully you'll go to one of those places to celebrate. Yeah, not, not the night before a match. <laughs> okay, I, before the break, I said Brian Harmon came out of nowhere to win the British Open, which I firmly believe, but my buddy Mark Brooks has just went into, you know, a fit over there. I just, I just think the guy's a fine player, but I've always considered him a journeyman. A journeyman. Well, he is a journeyman. He's got three wins now. I mean, it's more than one. Right. Way more than zero. Correct. One of them happens to be a major. That's pretty sweet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, Andy North has three, two majors, and a, but he only has three wins. So my point was he was trending. His okay. last few events prior, you know, he had a little slow stretch. He had two seconds in the fall at Sea Island and also at Mexico at Mayacoba. Okay. Actually, I take that back. They switched from Mayacoba. Yeah. But they went to a new place in Mexico. He finished second. He also finished second at Davis Love's event at Sea Island. Sea Island. And then uh, here's his... Uh, three previous so at there you go that's the travelers that's at hartford he finished second ninth in detroit t12 with the scottish on a link kind of linksy very linksy yeah the the renaissance yeah club right and a win yeah and i watched a lot of the event saturday and sunday and he drove the ball really in play very very well and they were all, a lot of them were having trouble, you know, hitting fairways there. Sure. And he kept the ball in play, and as y'all said, alluded to, he putted, he putted phenomenally. He was top five in driving accuracy. You know, he's not particularly long, but I think his driving accuracy was so good. And you put that with the putting. But, uh, you know, Scott, you know, little breezy links golf, usually, you know, prodigious length is not necessarily a great right. advantage there. Right. And, you know, keep it in play. This is where Tiger Woods won quite a few years ago in a showdown with Chris DeMarco. It was much drier that year. It was brown the year that year. Tiger hit one driver for the week. So to give you an idea, I mean, Brian Harmon, I know he hits his driver further than Tiger hits three and four irons. So it was not a long golf course in that respect. Going into Sunday, actually well into the round, he he was at one point 14 for 14 on his putts from 10 feet or, you know, like that 10 feet and in. in. So he had made a bunch of that mid-range, and as we all know, Bentley knows all too well, that's where you shoot the low scores. If you start making that, you know, 10 to 15, 18-footers, you make a handful of those around, you're going to shoot pretty good scores. Bentley, what, what did you learn from watching Brian Harmon last week at the, at the British Open? Made a lot of putts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's how you do it. That's how you win. What do you putt with? He had a – he had a what, – what, what is that? Is that a – is that an odyssey sometimes? He putts with a tailor-made, I believe. And tailor-made? I, I putt with uh, – a tailor-made ghost as well. Um, I, actually, I don't know if he has a ghost, but mine's like one of the original spiders. It okay. was actually Bo Hostler's. Tailor-made made it for Bo, and then it was sitting around in the facility, and I snatched it up and started putting pretty good with it. How are you doing with NIL? Are you ha- are you involved with NIL I've yet? I've got a, a couple deals. I don't really do too much with it. It's a, it's a lot of work to post on social media. Right. Um, but I've got a couple deals, and 
it's fun to, to have deals. Well, we would sure. happy to sponsor you, have a little 15th club on your shirt, right, Scotty? I don't know how that works, Ed. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm just trying to. The leading manager in Austin. Yeah. I don't know how that works. No. I don't know. I'm just trying to make sure we make the payments to keep this show going. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think it was a testament to Brian Harmon to do that. I think this is, is really great for the guy. Mark. Well, I mean, Mark was talking about uh, Harmon's inside 15-foot stat. I think Rory missed six feet in I mean, six putts inside 15 feet. He probably did. And that's you know, and that was the difference in him, you know, having the confidence or really being in the in the running in that tournament. He never quite got into it. I'm, I mean, nobody got right on him, meaning like within a shot. Right. That last round, and the the one little there was a one little opening at around 12 and 13. Brian actually bogeyed a hole, and he came back on 14 and made like a 40 footer, and you know game over. It was, it was a tough par four, so he kept the, he kept the cushion, yeah. which you'd all love to do, and he kept it the entire round. So ben, ben Clements is on the way. If Ben Clements were here, you know what he'd ask you: What's going on with Jordan Spieth? Is anything going on with Jordan Spieth? It's been a while. It's now 10 years since Rory won a major. Is something going on with Jordan? He turned 30 this week. Happy birthday to Jordan. Assess his play at the British Open and his outlook for the Ryder Cup and the playoffs. You know, I don't know. I, I, I think life's probably gotten a little bit in the way, which is just to, that's natural. That's part of, part of the process. He's not, I don't think, by nature, a real selfish guy. You know, I think he's a family guy. Uh, that's how he was brought up. So I think he's got his priorities in order. And, I mean, let's face it. I don't think, I mean, golf's very important to him. But I don't think it's the number one thing like it probably was five, six, seven years ago. No, but he doesn't like to lose. That's fine. And and, and he will have his day again. I know you agree with that. Yeah, Only but he, he's just... I mean, let's face it, 2015, he made putts from all over oh God. God's green earth. Yeah. It's not going to, it'll never continue. I mean, your partner, Ben, Ben Chris, he's one of the few that made a bunch of putts for a long, long time. Yeah. And, you know, Jordan had his little run as far as making a bunch of bombs. His putters bothered him. He's actually hit the ball pretty darn good. Decent, yeah. I mean, he, he misses fairways, a few fairways. Some, but he always has. He always he has. Hits it, yeah. He scored better when he hits it sideways to me. Well, that's when you make putts. Yeah, you make putts. Let me ask you, Bentley. You're around UT Golf Club, Steve Tremier, Greg Garner, great guys out there. You've been exposed to great men's golf and women golfers. Who do you look up to, or who are some of your role models in golf from former UT golfers or current UT golfers? I don't know if I have a certain person I look up to. Um, I, I inspire to be like any of those tour players out there. Um, if you're out there, you're you're doing pretty good. Um I, I do like Rory and the way he hits the ball and his swagger, I would say. He's uh, he's very, I don't know, he's got a type of swag to him um, when he's walking and, and when he's playing good, for sure. Um, but I also look up to Jordan and Scotty, of course. You know, they're Longhorn guys. Yeah. Mark, let me ask you anything new on the Live Tour. You kind of tuned in with things going on in the world of Live Tour sports? I, I'd stay as tuned as possible. And there's always something going on. We had a little memo drop on Wednesday night, about three-page memo drop from the commissioner of the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan, who returned to, to work. He's feeling better. And he waited about 10 days to drop. It's not really a bombshell. I mean, it's pretty much everything we've, we've been expecting. There were a couple little tweaks in there. Yeah. And 
you know, other it's other than that, it's pretty much. Uh, I'm going to call it. He's he's uh, staying even par. He's catering to the current players okay. that have stayed members of the PGA Tour, which I think that's probably wise. And they're trying to figure out this money problem. They need money. And Scotty, is it bad that the Senate has a bill proposed where the PGA Tour would lose their uh, status as a charity? Well, I think their their status is going to change anyway. They've kind of separated in it into two parts, right? They they're going to have the for profit part with His Excellency with the, don't with call H-E. him that. Well, they please. call him well, H-E. That's what in that way. H E. Son of okay. Well, he's one H-E of the sons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Bunch, it's all a bunch of BS. That. That's just what oh, I know, but okay. I didn't know. They're going to lose. Tourists probably going to lose certain status, but they're going to keep a part of their deal nonprofit, right? I'm going to say that losing the C6 will have very little material effect on the PGA Tour. I'm of that opinion. It, yeah. I mean, paying taxes hadn't kept a lot of corporations from having really good profitable years and, and businesses, so I don't think it'll stop them well, if they it, do a good was, job. It was good for the sponsors to be able to think they were part of a non-profit, you know. I know, but a C6 is not a charity. Yeah. You know, it's like, look it up. C3s are. C3s are. And that's yeah. what most of the tournaments are. Yeah. So... You know, that'll, that'll survive. Those will all survive. Yeah. Absolutely. You got it. Their status. Yeah. We got to go. You it's got been it. fun. Uh, End Zone Club is coming up next. Bentley Cotton, go get them at the U.S. Women's Amateur at Bel Air beginning August 7th. Thanks for being with us on the End Zone uh, 15th Club. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Enjoyed Thank it. you. Play well. Mark Brooks, hope to see you soon on Thank the golf course. Thank You're you, back here. Scotty, thank you so very much. Yeah, and Bentley's parents are here at the table. I know, today, by the way. Which <laughs> the, the leaders of the pack. Yeah, we got to go. News is next. Back with the Enzo Club after the news on KLBJ. I hit it hard, man.